this is why Jesus is establishing his nation, the Jesus nation. Because this is a moment where the church must take over. The church must wake up. This is a moment. If you're so busy now thinking of praying for your, your application, you're crazy. Now, put your mind on the global. See, what is your responsibility as a member of the church? What is your responsibility as someone who belongs to the Jesus nation? What is your responsibility? So we're not just living in the days where people just say, Oh, prophet, you know what? Um, I, I'm praying for, I, I'm praying for my business. Hear me, this is a moment when you must receive breakthroughs like you've never seen before. Because the Bible speaks of the last days, how, you see when you read the book of Isaiah 43, okay? And when you read all the, all the prophecies that are in there, they are actually speaking of how when the world will be suffering with woes and all these pandemics, it speaks of how he will raise up his people Israel and the church and how they will prosper. It, the Bible says, look, look. It says they, they'll even bring gold and, and, and it says look upon the seas. He says, all those vessels are coming to the brightness of your rising. Can, can you imagine God was saying that about the church and Israel? He says, God, he says, they are coming to the brightness of your rising. What is happening now? Israel, for the past two months, they have just discovered they have so much oil and gas, more than any country in the world. That fulfills another prophecy that says, look, all those ships are coming to you because they are coming to your rising. They are coming. So what has happened? Giving sanctions to Russia has now made Israel say, the gas they can supply you, we will supply. The oil they can supply you, we will supply. So all the ships will be going where? Now, that fulfills what it says, look around. All the ships you see coming, they are coming to your rising. Now, when you check the scripture and the Bible, we are not having time sense. We don't have time. This is a moment the church must be vigilant. Perhaps God is giving us the last opportunity. It would be so foolish of us to be thinking just like normal, living a normal life and waking up and sleeping and, and just going and like doing things. No. This is not a time of norms. Are you hearing me? In Isaiah 60 verse 3, it speaks. It says, they, they, look at that. It says, look at that. It says, that is going to happen. And it's happening in our days as our eyes are watching it. The Bible says what? Can you read it together? One thing go read. It says, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light. So when, when the Bible speaks about Gentiles, then what nation is God addressing here? If God said Gentiles will come to your rising, who will be rising here? It's Israel. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. We're living in the days 
folks that you have to understand what I'm telling you now. Jesus is giving us the warnings. And if we will not be monitoring the warnings, we are wrong. You see, it's not a moment to just be staying in our just like, oh, we, this is how the world is moving. No, I'm telling you now, wake up. Wake up. Even the people who, people are saying, how will these guys return with all the way they have? God says, I will say to the north, give up. Give up. Bring my sons. Bring my sons. That is what is happening now. They're all going back. Now, what's going to happen to the world? All right, in the next few years from now, there'll be a great economic crisis. And you all know what happens. Why did the Jews return from the worst? Okay. How did it, did it happen? In the days of Hitler, the Jews had to return to go back home. What happened? When there was Second World War, a lot of Jews were killed. And the economy collapsed. The whole world. And that made few people who were Jews, who were very rich, to be so much hated. I want you to hear that. Those who were rich were so much hated. And they were so much betrayed. And that is what made them to go back to Israel. And that is about to happen again. And I want you to hear this. That is about to happen again. You see, when in a community, there is only one person doing well, he's the most hated. That is about to happen again. That is about to happen again. Somewhere else, a certain man of God was preaching there. And he was doing very well. And was among the few people who was doing well. He had to return. He's a remnant. So what's going to happen? It's exactly the thing that's going to happen to the world. And they will return. You are not hearing. I'm just saying to share with you. And then we will return. This is a moment where the church must wake up. It's not a moment for liquid cash. Don't keep so much money cash in your account or anywhere else. This is a moment you need to keep your money in commodities. Hear me. One day you're going to wake up in the morning, your money will be powerless and useless. This is a moment where people must invest in things like agriculture, in things like mining. This is a moment you should keep your money safe. As people are talking of this war of Russia and Ukraine, very soon, mark my word and keep it very well. You're watching on TV. Keep this word. Very soon, another nation. You're going to hear of a, an explosion, a bomb. And it will not end the way people are thinking, like it will just end in Russia and Ukraine. It will not. You must expect a lot of things that will begin to happen and unfold in the near future. So you must understand that what is happening right now, what is happening right now is a call for the church 
to stay awake, to pray, and to prepare. So how do we prepare? Now hear this. If you go right now to people like Bill Gates right now, they're not keeping their money now in the banks. They're investing their money in agriculture. They're investing their money. You can check it out. And I have to speak to you because I'm your leader. And I have to say to you, the Bible speaks of in the last days, I will give you plenty of seed. Okay? I'll give you corn. I'll give you... If you check the scripture here, the last or the end time prophecy, the Bible speaks of agriculture. That he will take his people... I will open words in the deserts, and there shall be agriculture. I shall do this. When we read the, 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 the whole chapter of Isaiah 43, then God speaks, all right? Just go from verse 10. Just go from verse 10. You, you see there, what, what the Bible is saying is, you are my witnesses. All right? It says, you are my witnesses. Says the Lord. If you continue reading, it says what? Now go to verse 19. So when you check all that, it's what is happening in Israel now. Right now in Israel, they have put up canals. They have put up irrigation. They are actually irrigation systems in their deserts. They are no longer deserts. They have turned them into rivers. And God speaks of that, that he will do that. Now, you are a church. You are God's people. And I'm just encouraging you with this. Things like agriculture inputs, they have completely gone up. All right, if you are following the markets, they have completely gone up. Who would do agriculture? Who will be in agriculture? Who will do agriculture? It will no longer be for the poor. It will not be affordable anymore for the poor. It will only be for the rich. So the poorer will get more poorer, and the richer will get more richer. What about the church? What about you? He says, rise, shine. What about you? He says what? Rise, shine. For thy light has come. And the glory has risen upon you. Rise, shine. This is why I'm bringing this message to you. It's a moment of rising. It is your, a moment of your ministry. What God has put upon you to shine. It is a moment of your company to shine. It is a moment of the gifts and the talents that are inside of you to rise, to shine. Say amen, somebody. Amen. So we have to follow what is God saying. And this is a right moment in time where you have to understand 
that money will fail, wisdom will fail, everything will fail, but God's word will not fail. Everything will pass away, but his word will not pass away. I have so much interest in praying for what you do, in praying for you. Because as I said before, this is not a Ukrainian-Russian war. This is a war to the world and a war of the church. Now, according to the Bible, if you read the Bible, the Bible speaks of nations that will back Russia. We read that in Ezekiel 38, right? And there are Islamic countries. So that tells you about the Islamic world. If, if, okay, if not careful, you will see what I'm telling you coming to pass. This may end up being Muslim versus Christians. Mark my word, this may end up being Muslims versus Christians. We have to be watchful and prayerful. The whole world, nations, kingdoms, presidents in the world must invest in agriculture, must invest in renewable energy. People in the world must wake up and understand. Leaders and kings must wake up because there is a call that things will not be as usual. Most of these nations you are seeing in the world, you may see them hurting each other now. It's a lie. It's a lie. They have no friends. They have no enemy. They have interests. They have interests. I want you to hear something here. In all, all those countries which are working together now as a team, the day another country will do something, you know, that is, is not saving their interest, they'll boycott that person. So it's not, it's, not, it's not a friendship. <laughs> it's interest. So as a church, why I'm sharing this message to you is for you to wake up. To wake up. Make more money for the future. Joseph told the king, he said, king, you better keep money. Keep resources. You're going to have few years with the plenty. And again, years with nothing. So it is our responsibility as prophets to tell you how you must do and prepare certain things. It is our responsibility. Any person where you're watching me from, I want you to understand that Jesus is giving us signs of his return. We have seen almost everything unfolding with our own eyes. We have watched things happening with our own eyes. And then God says, he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. When things are happening like this, God says, I will not care about what is happening in Russia. I will not care about what is happening where. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. 
and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. They shall see visions. And then it says, and afterward, I shall restore them. I shall restore what the canker worm has eaten. The palm worm, the caterpillar. I shall restore. So these are the days of restoration. These are the days of prophecy. Never sit down in your house and allow poverty and problems to hit you. And like it's hitting everybody in the world. I say, oh, I'm passing through this. No, refuse. Rise, shine. You are of the raptured. If anything happens now, trust you me, you'll be flying. Come on, somebody say, if anything happens now, I'm okay. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If anything happens now, so those people who must be panicking are those people that Jesus if anything happens, we will meet him in the air. The only prophecy that is remaining in the Bible, among the few prophecies that are remaining to happen, is when the people of Israel should say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's, that's the only last prophecy for the Jews. When they shall say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. One will be more relevant in the near future. As I said before, it will not be liquid cash. It will not be. I've told you of things like agriculture produce, crypto, minerals will play a huge key. As the church wake up, wake up, there is a crisis. If you are monitoring right now, there's a crisis. Churches are not doing much because most people in the church are hit by the global economy. But we are the light of this world. Say with me, I am the light of this world. Say it again. We are the light of this world. If the world is in darkness, we have to light it up. We have to light it up. I all the time say I refuse to be in darkness with the people and the world. I was helping some people somewhere else. There was a a huge disaster. So I went to, to help them. And I spent a lot of uh, 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 help assisting the people in that area. I just loved the statement which was spoken by the chief of that area. 
He took a microphone and he said, Prophet, you have come here as a light in the darkness. I looked at him and I smiled. He didn't know why I smiled. But I was remembering the scripture which says you are the light of this world. Without you, saints, the world will be in darkness. So if, if, if we are not being the light, if we are not becoming the solution to the world, then why is the church there? Why are we here? Why are we here? It is in this moment when the world will need us more. The world will need the church more when people will be struggling financially, economically. We, the church, will be coming out and say, we have that. We are the solution. We can help that. We can do that for you. We can do that for you. We can do that for you. In 2020, we helped the whole nation. I remember uh, uh, one, of, one, one of the few countries we supplied a lot of agricultural produce like maize and corn and rice was Zimbabwe. There was no food to get it anywhere else. Therefore, as we say, oh, we needed this, we needed this. We said, no problem. No problem. Tons and tons and tons. This is a moment to become the light. Come on, somebody say, I am the light. I am the light. Say, I am a solution. You have no idea what your mother will go through few, in a few years from now, in a few months from now. You have no idea what your cousins, your sisters, and everyone else will be going through. They will need you. They will need you. I'm not just talking to you. You shall see this. They will need you. You'll go in a shop. You'll find everything has gone crazy. And I started telling you this last year. You shall see things crazy. The proud of everything will go crazy. But the money will begin to fail. One of the most famous prophecies in the Bible is that money in the last days will fail. And the Bible says everything shall pass away. Everything. But his word shall stand. So this is the moment. His word. What is, what is God's word? It is Jesus. The word of God is Jesus. He became the word. And the word was with the God. And God was the word. He came among us full of grace and truth. His Jesus, his word will not fail. And what is his word? It is the church. So everything will pass away. But the church shall stand. The church will stand. The Bible says God will shake the earth. So that those can be can be moved, must be removed. So that only those that are not going to be shaken should remain. This is the moment of the church. And I'm speaking to you, if you're watching me now, wherever you're watching me from, I'm encouraging you right now as a church to wake up. Don't just make a prayer. You have to think. You know, God gave us wisdom. Use the wisdom. This is just a moment of fasting. It's a moment of understanding and watching what's going on in the world before you do your fasting. It is a moment of you watching and seeing what is taking place in the world before your prayer. He said you shall watch and you shall pray. It is not important just to be praying. It is important to know what is going on to align your life with God's will. To align your life with what God is saying and with what the events are taking place in the world. It is important that right now as you are praying, pray like that God in this Jesus nation where you are establishing your own nation.
where you, Jesus, you are the ruler and the supreme leader over this nation. I attach myself to it. Give me the wisdom. Give me the grace. Let me understand. Let me grow. Are you hearing me, somebody? If you're hearing me, say yes. God will remove all things that can be shaken. Somebody came to me and said, like, oh, Papa, um, so, so, uh, uh, um, I, I, looks like he stopped coming to church. I said, Hebrews 12, verse 26. The Bible says, God will take away things that can be shaken so that only those that can stand should remain. Hebrews 12, verse 26. The Bible says, Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once, once more, I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. Verse 27. It says, And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing, removing of those things, removing of those things, that are shaken. God is doing that right now. He is removing those things. I don't like it because he's not, he's not calling them people. He's saying things. God is removing things that are shaken. As of things that are made. That those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Those things that cannot be shaken may remain. When we were passing through moments, hard moments, some people left thinking it was the end of us. But God allowed the shaking to happen in our ministry so that those that can be shaken must be removed and those that are strong must remain. So God shakes everybody. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? God said, yeah, I want to remove the shakeable so the unshakable can stay. So sometimes when there is a shaking around your life, it is the right time because you will know genuine friends and genuine relatives. That's the moment people leave or people stay. So God says, I will allow. In those days, I was only shaking. Things happening on earth. But now, even things from heaven, I'll be shaking them. Whether the church, I'll be shaking it. Whether a man of God, I'll be shaking them. It says, in those days, I was only shaking things from the world. But now, even the things from heaven, I'll be shaking. So that those things that can be shaken must be removed. Father, may you shake us more. 